a big gay. You're a big gay. It's a big gay. You, Todd, and Soupy can go be gay in the Canadian woods. <laughs> Hola, senores and senoritas. Thank you for clicking on episode eight of Life Is What It Is. We got an awesome show for you today. We're talking about the Big Bang, Waffle House, and the great dictator Joe Biden. Please like and subscribe and follow us for more. Happy 9-11, Happy 9-11, happy 9-11, happy 9 Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're not happy for all the death that happened. Uh, we no. respect them a lot. We're just happy because we like anniversaries. They're fun days. And luckily, uh, no terrorist activities have happened on U.S. soil as of about 1 p.m. That's because we have Joe Biden, who his job is to protect every American citizen, except for the ones left in Afghanistan and our military that got killed. You can make a great point. And, and what about those unvaccinated people, Dave? Well, he's how does gonna, he feel about that? He is definitely going to protect those people because this is what he had to say in his little. I haven't really watched this whole thing because it just. I start. I, like I start getting times. really tired when he's talking. It's just like it, it's exhausting. Um, well, think oh, how he feels, Dave. Hold on a second. Oh, you fucked it up, Cal. You what? Fucked it up. What? It, what? Oh, did the terrorists just blow up something? Oops. There we go. No, there we go. Oh. <laughs> Um, we can just add that out. Anyway, uh, here, let me, let me do this. Let me go back. Anyway, uh, he's, you know, I don't know. He's doing whatever, and he started saying this. First. First. We must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Ooh, not, no mandates anymore, requirements. million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated. Many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. Aren't those the people that look this at my summer, meat? we made progress through like the grocery store. Vaccine- <laughs> yeah, I think. That- <laughs> well, they do a little more than that. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, I don't they're, know. They're, they're, making, they're sniffing the meat, making sure it's not spoiled. Now they're sniffing the, sniffing the vaccine, making sure it's not bad. Okay, keep playing. Yeah. Requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. <laughs> That's a good quote right there, Papa Jay. Not about, it's not about freedom or personal choice, Kyle. I just, I question, does he try to fuck up this badly every time he speaks? This is not about freedom. You know, as far as dictators go, he's not doing a very good job. I mean, Adolf Hitler had a better, better spiel than he, he did. He was a pro. He, he was a he, pro. He fooled everybody into thinking he was, you know, the next coming. This guy just, he, he's so, I wish he was, I wish he was this, this firm with his like son. Probably would have turned out a little better. <laughs> Um, you know, if he was this strict with him or even the Taliban for that matter, here we go. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all America. Oh, thank you, Joe. Thank so tonight, you. and you've been doing a great job, especially all those dead ones in Afghanistan. It's developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 the, or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers. The Department of Labor is what he said? And, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's it, pushing this through under OSHA. Okay, so basically an, an, a faceless, unelected administrative body is going to have control. Well, it, Dave, look, it's With, all about safety. That's why they're pushing it through OSHA. The, well, I, I can't <laughs> step on the last rung of a ladder, and I can't not get vaccinated. Well, let me tell you something about OSHA, okay? 
you know, because I worked around this shit. There's two types of OSHAs. There's like the commercial OSHA for commercial type jobs, like building Home Depots and big buildings and shit like that. Federal... You know, we don't do we don't do uh, federal jobs anymore because they are such a fucking pain in the ass. A lot of red tape. Then there. Yeah. Oh God, you have no idea. Um, would like I'll give you a good example of how OSHA works and how well it works. Uh, you go to a job site and it doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing. I could be sitting in my car just making sure nobody, you know, a delivery is being made or whatever. And not even on the site, but I have to go through two hours worth of training, uh, safety meeting, a safety meeting before. Then I have to go into, you know, then two hours after after we're done of safety. So let's say an eight-hour day, you've only really worked four hours. Sure, sure. Um, uh, so, and but if you go into like residential stuff, OSHA, they don't they don't care. <laughs> I mean, we we've had a few of them stop by and and they asked, you know, they're asking about our vehicles. Uh, do you do a uh, brake, you know, light check? Do you do a walk around? You do a walk around in your truck, and, and and luckily, you know, I'm there because I, you know, I think quickly. I roll a deck full of excuses, like my old boss used to say, running around a mess. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, we do that. Yeah, we check it every morning at four a.m. I go out to my driveway. I'm going. What the car. hell are you even on about? Anyway, that's on a tangent. So he's going to have OSHA take care of this. This is great to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show God, it's so creepy when he says vaccinated and those weird some of the Gary Busey teeth of his stick out his lizard eyes United Airlines Disney Tyson's food and even Fox News <laughs> it's not Tyson's food it's Tyson Foods Tyson Foods I thought it was Tyson <laughs> Yo man we going over to Tyson's house to get Tyson's food Tyson's foods <laughs> uh, nice I love how you get even Fox News mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, whatever, dude. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce. They get vaccinated. I, I've watched this speech three America. times. He actually didn't fall asleep. I don't know My what combo of like uh, meth and just Ritalin, whatever. They, the they got a good combo right now. Well, you know, I, I've about. actually thought about that because... Uh, in the later years of the illustrious Third Reich, uh, Hitler was like taking all kinds of shit. You have to. His doctor was shooting him up. He was just pretty much out. And of that's not even time. Joe's fault. I mean, I'm sure Trump, I'm sure the last few good good amount of presidents have just been on stimulants out the wazoo. Because guess what? Your day from sunup to sundown is jam-packed. Uh, you don't have, I mean, seriously. I mean, I, 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 I got something I'm working on uh, talking about this, but... Um, like meth? No, presidents. Oh, uh, and what they look fun. like when they go into their first day of office and their last day of office. Yeah. And, and I've been working on this thing because I'll have it next week. Okay. Uh, just look to kind of show that, you, folks. because the one thing I've noticed is, is like, Trump... <laughs> fucking age, man. Because yeah. that's a guy who doesn't give a shit. He ain't making excuses for you. He ain't making excuses for anything that he does. He does it. You, you like him, you like him, you don't, you don't. This man up on our screen right now. He's squint, not going to make it squinting, four years. Squinting at the teleprompter. He wants everyone to like him. And that's that's hard to do. But anyway, let's, let's, let's listen on because it's riveting. Riveting. Already, I've announced, we'll be requiring vaccinations at all nursing home workers who treat patients on Medicare and Medicaid because I have that federal authority. And Tonight no I'm using that same authority to expand that to cover those who work in hospitals, home health care facilities, or other medical facilities. 
a total of 17 million health care workers. If you're seeking care at a health facility, you should be able to know that the people treating you are vaccinated. Simple, straightforward, period. No, I don't care. You know, if I'm seeking emergency help, like, I don't know, say I've been shot or I've been in a car wreck, which I have been and run into a building. Um, I, I want to know that the people treating me can actually fucking treat me. I don't well, care if they're vaccinated well, unfortunately, or not. <laughs> if I'm dying from most- a gunshot wound. Next, I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch federal employees to be vaccinated. All. Oh, maybe, maybe he says those lines require later on federal the contractors to do the same. Yes, yeah, federal contractors. You want to work with the federal government and do business with us? Get vaccinated. I don't want to work with you. <laughs> you want to do business with the federal government? Vaccinate your workforce. And tonight, I'm removing one of the last remaining obstacles that make it difficult for you to get vaccinated. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. Sweet. Okay, so I'm going to go uh, talk to my boss and tell him I need to get vaccinated for a week and a half. Well, you know, I maybe work make at, it two. It's going to take me two weeks. You know, I work at night, so I'm going to need the whole day because I mean, yeah, a it's, fucking line of people. I don't know, man. You know, you're going to make you're going to. This is going to backfire. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. The dude with the Daily Wire, their CEO, went out and put out a video. And Daily Wire's Ben Shapiro yeah, and all yeah. that shit. Uh, basically, he said, we're not we're not going to do it. And they're already gearing up with their lawyers Losses, and yeah. everything else to fucking sue the shit out of Well, them, Well, so. I'll tell you what's going to happen with uh, mid-sized uh, to lower-level companies that have, oh, say, maybe like 105 employees. They're just going to fire six. <laughs> Right, because they yeah. they know they 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 don't want to deal with all the bullshit with you know the legality fighting OSHA, and they don't have the money, let alone the time. So just fire six of the worst employees. Yeah, easy, easy, there's and everybody. And guess what, Joe? It's going to hurt your job numbers, and those other re- ninety nine remaining workers, they're going to have to do more for the same pay. You think that's going to help your reelection, hmm, Joey? Well, and, and a lot of people who. Maybe for whatever reason, because they're not they're not making any any leeway. I mean, what if you got a legit medical reason? Well, they are they are saying he didn't mention this. This was a small cut. He did say, if you would like, you can get a weekly test up your nose. <laughs> so now, to be fair, hey, wait. if my boss wants wants to pay me to go get a test each week, I'll do that. Hey, go weren't they weren't they uh, testing uh, in China up your with anal swabs? I, you tell That's, me. You know what? I say, look, <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I, if, if, if my employer made me do that, but you know what? No, I got, I got to go get tested, but I got to find the place where they do anal swabs. Cause that's the most, that's the best test you can do. <laughs> highest sensitivity. It's the highest sensitivity. Cause apparently you can pass COVID through farts. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of shit out there that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it gets <laughs> it gets even more and more confusing as time goes on. This his speech goes on to essentially say, "Hey, the patience of the vaccinated are is running thin. Uh, you know, it's time for you unvaccinated animals to be, uh, you know, corralled in, and uh, you know, we're gonna hold you down and uh, give you the jab." Well, Joe, I would love for you to send somebody to my house and say, uh, "Mr. Blank, my last name, uh, it's time for your jab." I'm going to slam that door in your face so fast. Well, and there's nothing you can do you to know, stop me. There is one, one good, um, 
Oh, know what I did, Dave? Right when this happened, yeah. I was at work. I went up to my boss said, hey, have you heard about that? He goes, yeah, I heard that speech. I said, uh, what are you guys going to do? He's like, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not, Kyle. And guess what, Kyle? I talked to my boss and he doesn't care if I'm vaccinated or not. They're just going to say when when they get the form to say, fill out, you know, are your employees vaccinated? They're just going to say yes. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you could just do that, couldn't you? Because guess they what? They can't prove it. How are they going to prove it? Because Joe, Joe, you know, you were so... Uh, angry and you know disgusted about how donald trump uh handled this you know the cards are a dumb idea and joe you, now that you're in office you have the power to change the whole system the files and everything but you don't you just go you just uh take a lot of amphetamines and go do a 30-minute speech and then crash in the back office guess what joe people are just gonna lie well it there is some hope there is some hope right here i need to see it um it. yeah there see it to believe it because uh these, uh, I don't know, I guess you haven't seen this, the college football fans. It that, is, I, I heard it was that, football season that now. That chant, fuck Joe Biden. Ooh. Um, there's like, there was like three they, different. That might actually uh, maybe like football. Well, looks like they're going back. Oh, no, look, see, they, there's the second, there's like four of them. Wow. <laughs> let's, let's, you know, I should have put these together in a nice let's, clip. Yeah. <laughs> that down a little bit there they're kind of loud so and those are all college kids these are all college kids yeah. i thought that was oh my god i thought that was supposed to be a demographic joe there you go um what else do we have here we've got uh oh, another one let's see why is it so why is why is it so loud fuck joe biden <laughs> There we go. That's a chant I can get behind. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> and the, and last but not least. Incredible. I love it. <laughs> and the thing is, these are, uh, as far as I know, these are all like college football sporting yeah, yeah, yeah. events. Correct. So, uh, Have there been any reports of any NFL games? No, not of yet. Of course, right. But, yeah. Um, uh, these take are, a knee, these are take a knee. And this is a beautiful thing because these are not, well, you know, what we like to talk about the white Trump supporting racist, the rednecks there. in the woods. Yeah. These are college kids who are like, you know what? You fucked up like my last year of college. You're not fucking up this year. Yeah, I'm trying to get some pussy. Out and here. they're just mm -hmm. pissed off about it. Yeah. So Joe know. Biden's the biggest cock block in history. <laughs> <laughs> he he has been this the single greatest contraceptive in the history of mankind. <laughs> he's he's ruining yeah he's ruining college sex for everybody. You know, I love the chance of the college football game. Fuck Joe Biden. You know that's that's the most uh, patriotic thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> but continuing off that, Joe Biden uh, from last week's hurricane uh, up in the Northeast, which was really sad, and it was really impressive how a, a storm managed to maintain its strength, you know, from Louisiana all the way up there. But uh, the motorcade was driving through, you know, Papa Jay was going, driving around. And we had some patriots that had a few words to say to him. Oh, sorry. There we go. Hey, wait. <laughs> go to hell, Joe. They're, they're waving Trump flags. <laughs> They're saying, go to hell, Biden, fuck Biden. Yeah. And, and there are so many videos like this on TikTok right now going around. We just showed you one, folks. But it really goes to show you, hey, 
God, TikTok's annoying. No one trusts you, Joe. This was up in New Jersey? That was up in, uh, yeah, New York, New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. Joe, that's supposed to be like your home base, brother. Like that should just be guaranteed blue. You should have, you should be able to walk into any ice cream shop or child sex shop and get whatever you want, Joe. Seriously. Uh, Yeah. He, um, uh, it, it, there was some other footage. I'll try to find it here in a minute. Um, there was some other footage of him. Like someone just yelling at him. <laughs> yes, I saw that too. It was too. So that clip, I know what clip you're talking about. They were two Afghan war veterans me, uh, from two, I want to say 2011. It was two guys. I want to say he, Biden was in New Jersey at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Surveying flood damage. He was speaking to some uh, local leaders on the street, you know, just seeing what damage. And these two, these two army vets are like standing on like, you could tell it's like on a shed behind their porch or yeah. something. They get over the fence. They're like, and it was honestly really sad. They were saying the names of their uh, fallen uh, members they're, of the troops. Yeah, their comrades. Um, there we go. Yeah. While they're giving awards on the street. Yep, look at that. They don't give a fuck about you and everybody else. Wow. It, it, Wait for the van- it camera goes, to pan. Yeah. You ain't gonna do shit, Joe. Yep. I wonder how it feels to be so hated. I think it would. You know what? That's a great question. It would have shown a lot if Biden, if Biden would have walked over there and said, "I'm so sorry for you." And you know what? Just acknowledge them. Just ignore them. Just ignore those yeah. loony bins over there. They're just guys. Yeah. Look, they're just normal Americans. They don't have any power. And this, fuck them. Uh, this was in New Jersey, <laughs> which I thought like New, New York and New hole. Jersey. Well, the thing is, the weird thing about like New York. Everyone thinks New York. They think New York City, but there are places way outside of New York yes, City correct. that are like, well, it's kind of like Georgia and Atlanta. Yes, you got Atlanta, and then you go about an hour and a half north to New York State, the actual, or an hour and a half south because yes. Georgia, you know, Atlanta's right in the middle, and you've got you got lovely redneck communities that you can just hang out in, shoot your guns, and have a good old time and have some biscuits and gravy. Well, you know these communities where the media doesn't want to show this, but. Any type of person, black, brown, whatever, could walk into any old mill country store and they'll be treated like every everybody yeah. else. Yeah, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. The most the most discrimination and racism I've ever seen in my life was up in Pennsylvania. In these in these cities. It really was. Oh, the, big, the big cities. Yeah, yeah. It really was. But you know, the the rural towns, Pennsylvania is a beautiful state if you don't visit any cities. Because well, th- outside the cities, I, the cities are connected I, I, I by farmland. I pretty much think that goes with for any any. State. Yeah, but there's just an example <laughs> up in the Northeast. You know, it's supposed to be this this liberal commune. You know, thousands of acres, I, and it's it's just I've not. I've never gone into a big city and or any state where I go to the big city and go, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> I'd like to yeah, live I, here. I'd love to live here. <laughs> okay, which way to the to the you know to the open promised land yeah the, the sun's <laughs> going down i need to leave what I exit do i take leave. yeah exactly here let's watch a little more of this and see oh it started over oh did it yeah yeah, well. yeah, yeah. you guys should be ashamed of yourselves you shouldn't be protecting pirates you ain't gonna be <laughs> i love that line that's what i thought in 2011 afghanistan for what 
this side of Portland. The League of its ruins and leave Americans behind. Leave Americans behind. He would leave you. You know, it's funny. That guy says you leave them in ruins and you leave Americans behind. Mm -hmm. And that's because a lot of these guys that went over there to Afghanistan, they probably thought they were actually doing good. Yeah. yeah. And I think they, a lot of young and soldiers they, do. And they probably had a lot of young Afghanis and, and just everyday people who don't want to be they just want to work they want to live their fucking lives yeah. and do their shit and they got to deal with the fucking taliban which is a terrorist organization i don't care what people say yeah you know if you're walking around shooting guns in the air to break apart protest you know a bunch of women had protests yes, over there. yes they did uh to scare it, them away it, you're 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 a terrorist you're terrorizing people uh and i think a you know a lot of these military guys, especially the younger guys, I mean, some of these dudes were over there and they weren't even born when 9-11 happened, mm -hmm. you know, and they joined up for whatever reason. Their dad was in it, their brothers or whatever. And it, it's like they uh, it, it, it's kind of like they um, uh, they feel they, they, I mean, I'm sure they feel let down. <laughs> I would they feel, feel like I would their feel whole life down. was wasted. Yeah, yeah. They spent, you know, you some no of purpose. these, I mean, some of these guys spent a long time over there and we were there for 20 years. And what was it for? We should have, I mean, people say, well, we couldn't stay in, you know, we can't stay in Afghanistan forever. Oh, bullshit. We have, we have, um, we have Germany. We have uh, uh, the Ramstein Air Base. Is, mm -hmm. I think it's still open, you know, named after the great band Ramstein. <laughs> oh no, wait, they, never mind. Oh, okay. it's, it's yeah. where they're located. Other way around. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've got we've got a, a military presence uh, in South Korea, I do believe, and all across um, the world. All across the fucking world, we you have these think bases. this great nation is going to let up uh, let up any control we have of anything? You don't no, know America. But why couldn't we have left? You know, we had we had twenty. We, give them at least some air support. You know. You, you got some kid who's just sitting in his in his, uh, uh, you know, sitting in a, in a room somewhere with his little joystick flying his drone, yep. shooting people. But uh, it doesn't make any sense why we got out the way we did. And should we have stayed there the whole time? Probably not. But uh, we'll we'll continue on listening to this uh, here so we can. Started over. Why does it keep doing that? Uh, oh, I think I know why. Because you're clicking it. the link and refreshing it, probably. No, I, I know what it is. <laughs> Fix that here in a minute. Ronald Wiltrick buried in Arlington. Wow. 2011, December 11th. For what? He lost his life for what? Oh, Joe's smelling the kids again. He loves those kids. Can't keep his hands <laughs> off them. While Joe was uh, being accosted by those uh, those people in New Jersey when they were like, oh, like my friend died in 2011. <laughs> he was talking to officials on the street and then turns his attention to the little kid, which he can't keep his eyes off him. And here's more evidence of this. Uh, he was uh, speaking with Chuck Schumer. Listen to this clip, folks. Where is it at? There we go. Say hello. How are you, pal? Rewind it, Dave, to the very beginning. Yeah. Let's get this done. Let's get it done. Look at that nice kid with the American flag. Say hello. How are you, pal? What's your name? You can't hear us. How old are you? That's all that Joe cares about. <laughs> you know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, like if you've never really been around kids, it's a perfectly normal question to be like, hey, what's your name? Like when you're first like meeting a kid, you never start off with, hey, kid, how old not are you? A, not <laughs> hey, how old are you? Hey, kid. Hey. Oh, you wait, like doesn't he tell this? Hey, wait, this a kid? Oh, yeah. I said, don't jump. He tells the kid not to jump. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the next part. <laughs> what the Mental hell, health. Man. Yeah, yeah. Play it for them. By the way, the neat thing about America, 
Every time we end up with a problem going into a serious circumstance, <laughs> this we kid's come like, out better than we went in. What about Afghanistan? That's because we're so diverse. That's America. Yeah. It's because we're... Yeah. Now listen to this. Thank you. And don't jump. <laughs> Mental health. Am I right, Joe? <laughs> you old faggot. What the hell does that mean? Don't jump. Don't jump. You know... Why would you, you say you that? You know Joe? something, Kyle. Uh, you know I drink. Why would you I, say that? I, 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 I tell you what, Kyle. I'm feeling I, the wine uh, now, Dave. Getting... Uh, yeah, you feeling? I drink a lot. <laughs> I, I, I drink. I don't I, drink enough. I drink a lot more than you, but I I don't ever say anything like that. I mean, it takes a lot. If you want to hear me say some stupid shit, get mm-hmm. me some. Uh, uh, was it red? Uh, red? Red ball? Uh, fireball? Fireball? Oh, Dave. That is the worst shit. I cannot. It's you like nasty. it? No, I don't like it. But you drink it. The last time I had. <laughs> The, the last time I drank Fireball, I bought a big old bottle for a friend of mine who I thought with the handle. Uh, yeah, I know which one and, that is because you know she said that's it was I think it was for her husband's birthday or some her birthday. I don't remember what it was, but you know we ended up in this conversation about uh, about World War II and that the Jews just didn't try hard enough, so it didn't turn out well. Um, I think I would like to talk about that. <laughs> No, no, you know, no, no. you know, Fireball was the 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 stuff that made me puke from alcohol the first first time. Oh, good for you! I never I never puked before. It, it, well, you asked me earlier if I had any vodka, and I looked at you like, "Fuck no," because <laughs> vodka was the first thing I ever. Oh, puked okay, yeah. so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, like I brought over some like punch. I couldn't find the vodka at my house. I just want to make some mixed drinks, and I'm like, "Dave, you have any?" He's like, "No, I don't want to talk about I don't it." Want to okay, talk about it's vodka. all good. <laughs> don't even don't ever mention vodka now, ever again in wh- this house. When was the last time you puked from alcohol? What'd you drink? Um. Fuck. Well, normally I can't remember when I puke because it's, I'm just blacking out. At that point. So, <laughs> You've got this shit down to a science. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, I did. I, I, well, you know, the other day we were drinking some beer and I was kind of drinking on an empty stomach. Uh, I think we were drinking uh, Sweetwater 420, which oh, okay. that shit will kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Got a high health alcohol content. And on an empty stomach, it's even worse. So at some point after the beer was gone, I decided that uh, I was going to, you know, get something to eat. Well, uh, I was looking for something quick and easy and, and fast. Tostitos so pizza. What I no, what I found in my <laughs> in my freezer was uh, some uh, little uh, pre made meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so how you know you hit rock bottom. There was like eight of them left in the bag. I just dumped them on a plate, stuck them in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Becky's passed out on the couch the whole time, and I'm just eating these things. And, and then I'm, I'm I'm sitting in the bedroom. I go I go lay on the bed, and I'm like watching TV, you know. And I go, you know, I don't feel so well. <laughs> Let me hold on. Boom! All over the fucking bathroom. And then I went back to bed, and it was all good. You know, I think the last so the last time I puked it was uh, vacation about a month ago. And uh, the whole family's there, you know. I always make fools of myself because I don't, I don't care. But me, my brother-in-law, it was, and I uh, were at the beach with everybody, and it's like super hot. It was a beautiful day, but really hot. And <laughs> the thing was, where we were on the beach, and the way the slope was from where the sand met the water was really steep, and there were a lot of sharp shells. So like, we didn't want to carry our drinks to the water. So we said, hey. I've heard of this binge drinking before. Let's try it. So what we would do, we would chug a whole uh, White Claw. I was drinking White Claws. I think he was drinking Natties. Chug one and then go in in the water, you know, for a good, you know, good, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And then come out. And it's pretty much every time we were on land, we were chugging. Yeah. And it adds up real quick. 
I I think really um, quick. I think I actually remember this night because you were messaging me and no, I wasn't. I, 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 I was I, in a next another dimension. No, I, I you probably don't remember, but Becky goes. I think he's fucked up. because <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one of the rare nights we were probably just sober watching, you know, rewatching The Sopranos or something. You want to? Okay, no. no you want to know how I know that wasn't that night? No, because <laughs> I was blacked out by like two p.m. This was in the day. Dude. Oh, during the day. Dude, the check this out. Check man. this out. So, so by the time we had spent a good three, four hours out on the beach, I was fucked up. And my family finally convinces me, like, hey, like, go back to the room. I don't remember walking back to the room. Well, I remember laying down in the living room, and I hear, like, somebody walk out to the living room. And I literally sit up, and they're like, okay, come on, Kyle. Come on, like, stand up. And I remember just laughing and then just puking everywhere. <laughs> they're like, god damn it, Kyle. You know, uh, here's a funny story. Uh, the first time... I have ever, ever had uh, whiskey. It was uh, Jack Daniels, uh, to be exact. No, no, take it back. It was Jim Beam, because I can't, Jim Beam's another thing. I just, it's making me nauseous just thinking about it right mm-hmm. now. Um, I, uh, I was a little older, a little younger than you, I think, at the time. I was probably like 14. And a I, little younger? <laughs> How young do you think I am? <laughs> no, no, I mean, younger than you when you blacked out. Cause I was blacking out long before, yeah, you're, long you're before I was legal to drink. Um, but it, it was so funny because I, I'm only going by what my friend told me happened. And, and so I, I guess I went upstairs. Based on true I, I'm four, we're 14 years old. I asked my parents to take me somewhere, you know, take us to the, the, the club. We used to hang out at this all ages, uh, rock club, had oh, live okay. bands and shit. And so they were like, sure. Then they come downstairs to get me. And I'm apparently sitting in the middle of the bedroom <laughs> and I, it, they're asking me, have you been drinking? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is, this is where it ends for me. I black out at this point. And I, apparently I go, ah, fuck it. Blah, just target. Oh. Like, you know, uh, what's that, what's that movie, uh, with the chick, their head spins around and she shoots out pieces, the exorcist. Yeah. I just went, fuck it. Blah. Wow. So <clears throat> at that point, my parents, you know, they just clean up the mess, put me to bed. <laughs> so the next morning, uh, I get up, hung over shit, and I flip on the TV. And for some reason, it, this is this is old school TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you had to, you know, you had like, you know, fifteen channels or yeah. whatever. God, I sound like I'm from the fifties. Um, and the the uh, what was it? Uh, Charlotte's Web was on, and it was the scene with the rat where he's talking about the fair is a veritable smorgasbord, 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 and then he starts rolling down the, the hill in the can, mm-hmm. and I threw up again. <laughs> you paid too much. Your eyes just wouldn't leave the can. Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> so uh, me and Jim Beam, we don't get along. Now I can drink Jack Daniels. It's a smell thing. It's a total really? smell thing. If I if I smell Jim Beam, I'm just gonna start throwing up. Target vomiting on everybody. That's kind of how I am with Fireball. Because, I mean, I, I think, like you said, when you get really sick from drinking one thing, it's like it doesn't leave your memory. Yeah. The, of ingrained. course, I've noticed the older I get, like, I've gotten sick on the wine I'm drinking now that we're drinking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's mainly because I eat. I don't eat and I start to drink. Yeah. Because I, I, at first I go, you know, I should eat. But then I think if I eat, that's just going to affect my buzz. So, Kyle, I want to talk about France for a bit. Um there's the land a vi- of the baguettes. Uh, yeah, the land of the baguettes. There's a video that's popped up, and I'm going to play it here in a minute. I bring it back and uh, play it. But uh, this lady apparently, well, the headline, let me just switch over there. 
a woman beaten senselessly by cops for entering mall without vaccine passport. This is some brutal shit. Now she entered the mall without a vaccine passport. And they look at that. They got their wow. billy clubs out. Wow. Oh, the French police. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I didn't think there was that much testosterone in France. Uh, you know, one, one thing one thing about the French is I think they forget the government there. They forget that a lot of the previous administrations were buried without their heads attached to them. I do remember reading a little something about that. <laughs> they need to bring back the guillotine. And they need to start with that douchebag right there. Well, actually, all these douchebags. It, I, well, let's just keep watching it. I, this is unbelievable. This is, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, this is unbelievable. For those just listening to the that, podcast, I mean, yeah, and it, I mean, they're totally uh, George Floyding her with the the knee on the neck, and people are clapping. No, people are trying to get them to stop. Oh, I thought I heard clapping. Okay. Oh my god. Now they're pushing back people videoing and stuff like that. Fine. I mean, they didn't even get a they 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 didn't even give her a chance to hey sit down like no. turn around arms behind your back. They just went in like yeah. Look, and now he's checker, pushing this like, guy filming. All right, push back, push back, push back. You know what? Wow. This. You know what I want to know is is how how do these people go home at night? These police officers go home at night and sleep, knowing this is what they're doing to their citizens. Ago. Oh God, stop! Probably with um, a lot of alcohol. Huh? Probably with a lot of alcohol. Yeah. I mean, how do, they, how do they How do that? They would that? have so much cognitive dissonance between their personality it, and what they it, have to do during it, the day. It, it blows my mind that uh, it, that, that happened in France. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know? But then again, you got people protesting all over France against bullshit, you know? Because the French actually have seem to have more balls than we do in this country when it comes to the lockdowns and uh, all these... Uh, draconian sort of things that the government wants to do mandatory vaccines uh vaccine passports See, that mm-hmm. hasn't that hasn't quite taken full hold yet just and wait what, it will and what the thing is what i don't understand is people people go oh well it's only happening in new york or it's only happening in la yeah it's the thing is new york and la they're it's coming for yes, you yes sooner or later those are the and testing grounds it's it's not going to end well for people you know when you when you see uh videos of these european nations and you're right you see these videos of these protests and it just looks like the whole country's united and stuff they were very well maybe but we have a similar thing in this country you know in terms of you know the the protesting against this this crazy tyrannical government but our country is so large our protests look small and that's the problem because france is a relatively small country you know you get 10,000 people together in France. It, it looks huge. But out here in like pasture land, you know, Georgia, that's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. It, absolutely nothing. So it, it, I think it's all about uh, perspective. Well, it, it, it you know, it, it blows my mind that, uh, I, I don't know. I The way they were treating that woman, 
It's disgusting. Because she went in without a vaccine passport. You animal. Wow. You animal. Could we get more George, you know, Orwell? <laughs> up in here. It did look like they were George Floyd and Floyd her. Little, they, they totally had the, their knee on her neck. A little 1984 action going on or something. I don't know what the hell's happening there, but, uh, well, you know, that's France. Another, you, another reason for me not to go there. <laughs> hey, they got nice baguettes. But anyway, Kyle, I want to move on to uh, Minnesota. Uh, oh, the, the, another the, place I never want the, to go. Uh, the Freedom Fund. I think that's what, what it was called. Okay. Um, What's that about, Dave? Tell me. Well. Enlighten uh, me. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to this story right here. It's basically a Minnesota man freed by Kamala Harris. For those of you that don't know, that's the vice president of the United States of America. I keep hearing about her, but I sure haven't heard her say much about anything. I haven't seen anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, she's kind of disappeared. She's and, being um, smart about it. She doesn't want to say yeah. anything that'll hurt her chances yeah. when, when Joe dies, which yeah, well, will be her, any second now, yeah, folks. Well, she'll be president anyway. Yep. But apparently they f- they bailed him out uh, during the riots and all the bullshit that went on last year. It says, a, uh, it says here, a bail fund once backed by uh, Vice President Kamala Harris helped free an alleged domestic abuser Who's now accused of murder? Oh, what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> That's real good. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Maybe that was Tyson with his food. Uh, George Howard, 48, allegedly became involved in a road rage altercation on the Interstate 94 entrance ramp before he shot another wow. driver. Wow. Okay. Whatever yeah. happened is just when somebody cuts you off, you just flip yeah. on the bird and you drive away. Yeah. Well, Those there, were the good times. Uh, yeah, there it is right there. Um, well, you know what I do when someone... Uh, <laughs> When somebody, uh, you know, if somebody does something to me or or if somebody's getting angry with how I'm driving, because, you know, Kyle, I drive a lot, yep. you know, a uh, couple hundred miles a day easily. And if somebody gets mad at me and, and, and they 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 do the they pull out from behind me and they they speed they, they speed yeah. it up and then they slow down next to me mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, hey, fuck you. You know what I do? I go, hey. <laughs> Have hello. a nice day. <laughs> hello, my friend. I'm so happy to be hello. in America. Hello, Good. hello, hello. And the beautiful hello. country. Hello. I love it here. The beautiful country. <laughs> you are so much funnier than the Taliban. Probably the best, um, best rebuttal to that. No, that's what I. That, that's it. I just go, hey, what do you? I fucking give a shit. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm either. I'm either doing one of two things. I'm either uh, watching some TV show on either you know Amazon, Netflix, uh, <laughs> my, my Plex server from the house, or you know I'm listening to the radio. Yeah. So I, I really don't care. But. Um, Basically, uh, the Freedom Fund, Kamala Harris, this is what she, when would she do this? Oh, this is back in uh, June 1st, 2020. Wow, so not long yeah. ago. And he goes, if you're able to uh, chip in now to the, I hate that, at, <laughs> yeah. the Minnesota Freedom Fund, to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. Well, apparently this guy was one of them. And... Now he killed a person. I'm not going to lie, Dave. Uh, I had a picture in my mind about what he was going to look like, and <laughs> you mean, he looked exactly hey, the same as what hey, I thought he was going to look I like. I was about to say, hey, uh, Kyle, would, you, and li- no, would I wasn't, you like to solve the puzzle? I wasn't thinking <laughs> that he was black. I said I thought he was going to have a beard, okay, for all those <laughs> for all those people that ever seen him claim I was racist. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, scroll up, Dave. Now, uh, one of those awful advertisements uh, where it said uh, it's hard to fathom these people actually exist. I was thinking about Biden. No, what? no, scroll down. Look what? at the right. Oh, <laughs> that advertisement. Yeah, this right here. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. That's that's awesome, man. Look at that. You think he has a job? Um, probably not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there's your guy. I mean, he got. You know, that's such a dumb fucking thing. Yep. It, it reminds me of something. Uh, 
it, I guess because maybe this is when I was in your age, when I was your age, I was working at a giant corporation and I had a general manager and then my office connected to his office. And uh, basically he, uh, I heard him arguing with an executive secretary from this organization. Somebody, yeah. we, we were on the ground floor because we were nobodies <laughs> and they were up on the 22nd floor. Um, I'm not going to say what the corporation yeah, yeah, yeah. was, but, uh, I heard him arguing with this woman. I could hear it through the fucking walls. I mean, it was loud mm -hmm. and you know, it, it, whatever they were arguing about, who knows? It probably didn't fucking matter. So that was on a Friday. Then Monday came around and they were, there was all these people out in the, in this like lobby area, you know, sitting around, standing around talking, you know, having like a vigil of some sort. <laughs> and, I, I walked up to my boss because he's got a smile on his face as he's watching these people. He goes, I go, what the hell, man? He goes, you know, that woman, the secretary that was, uh, you know, I was arguing with on Friday, she left here and on her way home, she got into a car wreck and died. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> now, now the, the best part was what he said to me next. And he goes, think about it. The last few hours of her life were spent arguing with me. Wow. And it's just not worth it. And that's basically, because it, it was near the end of the day. It was like, you know, like three o'clock and we were leaving at five or whatever. And she left there because it was right uh, near uh, 285. You okay. get on 285 to go home. And uh, yeah, that was the last, that was the last thing. And I, and I, I, I kind of chuckled at him because that's what I had to do because he was a very scary manager. You know, you had to, you had to kind of yeah. agree with what he wanted. But um, I, I thought to myself, man, motherfucker, he's right. He's yeah, he absolutely is. right. That was such a waste. And she was a good looking woman. <laughs> uh, you know, she was. A, she, Dave's like her last few hours didn't have to be about that. It didn't have to be about that. She could just walk five feet into my office. It would have been all good. You know, Dave, I, I really hate New York and especially New York City. But I love, I love New York. I think it's my job as a human being on this planet is to find the, the bright parts of life. And one bright part of life right now, living in New York City, is if, if you're unvaccinated, you don't have to worry about jury duty. Awesome. Yeah. Brooklyn judge apparently rules that only COVID-19 vaccinated jurors can serve. Have you ever served on jury duty, Kyle? No. Uh, I unfortunately, I had to. You know, what year? To, uh, Back in the day? Uh, about five years ago, actually. Oh, that's real. Okay. Twice. Within a six month period. Really? The second time I got smart, I got wise, wised up. I said, look, if you're, they asked me, how do you feel about, you know, criminal activity and, um, I love it. you know, feel about <laughs> stuff like this. And I said, well, look, if you've gotten this far in your life where you're, you've got a lawyer and you're picking jurors for a jury trial, you're probably fucking guilty <laughs> uh, is what I said. And they, okay, well, they didn't choose me. <laughs> I got so, to go home yeah, that uh, day. I just got I, a free I got lunch. to go home that day. The first day, well, not so much. I just kind of sat there quietly going, God, I hope they don't pick me. God, I it was, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like uh, middle school uh, gym class. All <laughs> I want to do, okay, I got to wear the fucking shorts, but I really don't want to participate in anything. So can I just sit here and, and, Maybe they won't pick me. Well, they looked at they, you know, they were scanning the people, especially around here. They said, old white guy, old white guy, younger white female. Okay. Get her in uh, white guy, black guy, get him in black girl, get her in. Hey, there's a, there's a Mexican guy in the corner. They said, get him. No. He fills out the racial problem. You said, Hey, uh, I'm Filipino. I'm, I'm the fucking Portuguese <laughs> motherfucker. No, they, they actually had one of the, uh, I had one of the, 
<laughs> the first time I did it, the defense attorney, uh, the, the, I guess defense attorney. No, mm-hmm. I wasn't a defense attorney. It was the, uh, Pros- wasn't it? Was this, it the, uh, the first one I did was a uh, civil, a civil case. Okay. And it, I'm glad I got on that because I gave some good stuff. Please tell. And I, you know what? It was an accident that was supposed to be like, oh, everybody's. Go into this, details right this guy, now. Okay. I'll tell you what. This guy said, and it happened right out here in front of my fucking road on the main street right That's here. Um, apparently, apparently this woman rear-ended this dude at about 10 miles an hour. Okay. And his, his attorney was like, uh, he can't. It was so funny because he goes, he can't, he can't play with his kids anymore and he can't do this. And I'm going, how old are his fucking kids? And turns out his kids were like 17 and 18. He can't throw his kid up in the, in the pool. Well, your kid's 18 years old. He's an 18 year old kid. Your child's growth and development has nothing to do with a car accident. He probably weighs like, well, it turns out this guy, this actually played really well. Remember your dad had his shoulder problems, right? Yeah. yeah. And this guy was a truck driver. So this guy was saying, oh, I had to go through all this stuff. And he did. He had to go through some stuff with OSHA or whatever the the trucking, you know. I love OSHA. To get his his, uh, physical done after the accident. And they said, there's nothing wrong with you. Except the shit that was wrong with you before, basically, right? Wow. So we had about he had about twelve hundred dollars or so in these bills. He was looking for like a hundred thousand dollars from an immigrant woman who moved up here. Now she was an American, but she 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 didn't you know she had a very now I bet she wished she wasn't an American. (laughs) Well, she had a very thick accent. Well, I'm sure she loved it after we got done with him because, um, you know. His attorney goes, well, he, he rear-ended her and, or she rear-ended him and all this shit. And, and he was showing photos on like a a slideshow, right. Mm -hmm. Of, of the accident and the scene and all this. Her attorney came out with these big ass fucking posters that were like, you know, 24 by 36, you know, they were like 36 inches wide, 24. And he goes, so he rear-ended her at 10 miles an hour. This is her attorney, the defense attorney. He rear-ended her at 10 miles an hour. And this is the damage it did. And they show it. It's like an old uh, Ford Ranger with the big steel bumper on it. Mm-hmm. There's no damage to it. <laughs> uh, and then he shows pictures of her car. Her car is a newer car. The bumper's fucking falling off, uh-huh. you know? And I'm going, okay, this is bullshit. So what happens is this guy's asking for like, you know, $300,000 because he's been going to the doctor because he has this. And I told the people in my jury, I said, look, I got a friend who's a truck driver. He's got all kinds of physical fucking disabilities because he's a fucking truck driver. They spend hours and hours and hours sitting in a truck, bouncing around. They spend hours and hours and hours pulling off that that lever that your dad, that fucked up your dad's arm to, to release their trailer. And I go, this is bullshit. And I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. I said, so here's what we're going to give him. It, I remember it was like, it was like 800 and his initial cost of, to get, to be able to go and drive again was like $896 and 52 cents. And someone goes, so let's give him 897. I said, no. We're giving him $896.52 is what we're giving this guy. When the judge read it, the judge went, he looked at it and he gave it to his bailiff to read or whatever. Ira went, he read it and he let, he kind of went like this, the judge. So then he reads it out. He goes, so the court finds, you know, defendant guilty and a chart, you know, a, a financial, whatever, how they said it, of $896.52. I was watching her attorney. Her attorney goes like that. <laughs> he was quiet. He was quiet. He just kind of shook his head and kind of you know backed away. He knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And it was like you know what? Fuck you, man. You there was 
this wasn't a wreck like this woman was drunk driving or whatever. It, you know how fucked up it is out here. Traffic's yeah. always fucked up out here. It's an accident. Um, it's an, yeah, it's an accident. And, and the thing is, there was no damage to his car. So you're telling me that, I mean, Kyle, I, I, I don't have a picture of it right now. I should find a picture of it. But my Silverado that I, when I passed out, not because I was drunk, just so everybody knows, I yeah. passed out for some other reason. But um, uh, th- that truck was destroyed. Yeah. It was in pieces, and I didn't hurt anybody else. I went across an intersection, through a fence, hit two trees, and ran into a building while I was passed out. That was an accident. This guy had absolutely no no thing. But anyway, I'm, I'm digressing here. Let's uh, move on. This uh, you know, no, your story is much more interesting uh, <laughs> than Kamala. <laughs> well, you know, no, this this is uh, the Brooklyn the Brooklyn federal judge. He said that you can't have um, you can't you can't. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be COVID vaccinated. What a guy. I'd, I'd be like, I'd be, you know what? If it was me, I'd be kind of pissed off. I got vaccinated. <laughs> <New York's> <laughs> this <city>. is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This is absolute bullshit. It's a bit of a long video, Kyle, but Eric Clapton, I uh, came across this video of him and he's talking about uh, his experience with the COVID vaccine. And one of the things he says in the beginning, I, I find kind of interesting. So let's, um, I've heard this guy's Let's, good at guitar. Uh, well, I think Something I like think that. he plays guitar. He's some kind of musician. I'm not sure who Eric Clapton. Maybe he is. does beats for Dre. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, the minute I began what? to say anything about the lockdown here and my, my concerns, uh, I was labeled as a Trump supporter in America, and uh, I got some pretty heavy feedback. When it came to the beginning of this year, and he was and, considered and a Trump supporter. Guys were talking about the vaccine. Eric, that's not a bad thing, brother. The, the deal breaker being on. I thought, okay, I'm not. I don't like. I have a terrible fear of needles. I hate needles. I don't want to be. And I don't even like blood samples. You know anything like that. So he uh, smokes his heroin. But doesn't I believe check them. I followed that, that path. <laughs> he doesn't do drugs anymore. He's lasted this long. I doubt he didn't burn many drugs. I smelled a rat again. You know that just the way this, the the focus was on this, and there was a race, and then it I tell you what, Dave. Pause. You know the video. what? Interesting. Uh, no, hold on. If if you're as successful as Eric Clapton, and you you know you've gone so far in your career. Don't say a word to another media outlet for the rest of your life. Have you not learned that they're just going to bend and manipulate every opinion and everything yeah, you they, say to them? Uh, no, you have nothing to gain, Eric. You've already got your success. The only time people should like speak to the, the press is if they're trying to gain something, right? They need no, to be they, notoriety, they all that not, bullshit. He not, doesn't need that. He's not. This, this actually, this was made this was made actually a while ago uh it was uh july July 24th and he's talking about his experience of the vaccine itself and these people made the video because they believe in what he says Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a long video we'll link it in the description and uh, just because you should watch it because he talks about what happened and his doctor said look if you had this fucking problem with it the first time, you know, you're not getting any boosters or anything like that. And that's what they were talking about. You know, it's like national and uh, uh, here we go again. It's the same old shit. But I was diagnosed with emphysema. um, That's because he smokes it. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty vulnerable. I mean, I'm over, I'm 76. And if, if I, if, if there is such a thing as this, and we didn't know anybody, you know, where I live, there was nobody that we could, even friends of friends of friends were, um, it was thin on the ground. I thought, well, I ought to have this vaccination 
for my kids, you know, just to, so that I don't, I don't want to drop dead on them. He wanted, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want them to lose me. I don't want to lose them. So he was forced into thinking that way, that he wanted to have. I think. And, uh, and then, so I, I went and I got the notification, you can come and get, and I was holding out for AstraZeneca because it came from Oxford. <laughs> 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 what a champ. I naive about this stuff, and I thought, well, that's good. And also I'd heard that it was old school. Uh, yeah, in AstraZeneca, um, pause that right there, because I, don't I, think, I think a lot of people don't realize that AstraZeneca is a different type yeah. of... Yeah, I don't think it's the mRNA one. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not, because there's something... You don't want to talk about mRNA? <laughs> How long do we have? Yeah. No, we're running out of time. Anyway, um, he goes on to talk about, this is kind of fucked up because he goes on to talk about how his, uh, he lost his ability to play. It yeah. fucked up his nervous system for whatever, whatever he's got. Emphysema is one thing, but um, you know, that that's why he had to get it. But he also has some other kind of thing and people need to go watch this video because I'm sure he has like arthritis or something. You know, it, it's it's him and uh, who is it? Roger Roger Waters, I think it is, who mm. told everybody to go fuck off with the vaccine. You know they, and he's talking about Britain here. You know, and he was kind of, you know, he, he do it for your kids, do it for this. He bought into the sort of the the thing, I the guess, the narrative, the narrative, as it were. And uh, he, um, you know, it, it fucked him up, and he was actually kind of afraid that he wouldn't be able to play ever again. Yeah, because it fucked up something with his hands and some other shit and. I don't know. Um, do you think he believes in the firmament? Oh, what? <laughs> he do, you what? Think, do you think Eric Clapton believes in the firmament? Look, ladies and gentlemen, Dave, Dave's giving me like three, three glasses of wine. Now I'm over here talking about the firmament. You know about the firmament, Dave? No. Is this, is, is what? It, is this is, a conspiracy theory thing? Uh-uh. So, uh, how do you spell it? It, <laughs> sounds, it sounds like ferment. Yeah. But with a man in there. So, uh, F I R M. A-N-E-N-T, I believe. Let's see if I can spell kind of tipsy. A-M what? E-N-T. Firmament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. The definition? Just click it. It'll In the up. Bible? Don't worry about Jesus Praise right now. Praise Jesus, Don't motherfuckers. Worry. Save your money for save your money for kids in Africa. Yeah. What and are we then, looking at? No, clue to go go to images. Images? Yeah. Yeah. Look at those pictures. What are Top right, top right. What the hell am I looking at? You're looking at the truth. Look at the top right. <laughs> top left one. Yeah, left. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm not saying anything about. It. What do you think about that? I I think it looks like a Salvador Dali painting. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at, Kyle. So the, so the, what am I supposed to be look, looking at, look, Kyle? Explain look, it to look, me. Look, okay. I'm, number one, I'm not saying I believe or don't believe. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. This is just going to be interesting to talk about. Uh, so the firmament is supposedly, uh, number one, you kind of have to like go with the whole flat earth thing. But on top of that, uh, this is like, wait, the, wait, the earth is flat. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're not getting into that on this one either. Uh, but basically they're saying the firmament is a globe, which uh, half globe, which encompasses the flat earth. Okay. And basically it separates our atmosphere from an additional layer of water on top. What? <laughs> you think Eric believes Wait, this? Wait, what are you talking about? No, no, exactly what I said. Exactly what I said. It's mentioned a little bit in the Bible, a little bit. Well, obviously. Wait, wait. Can I zoom in there? There we go. Get over there. Oh, oh God. And you know what? I, I think it's crazy. It, it's one of those <sighs> crazy things 
that like this is this is if you believe in flat earth this is your next step at your like your month or two wait a minute so uh, let me let me see if i understand because that's a prerequisite i'm I'm pointing at this right now kyle watch where i'm pointing here Uh uh-huh okay besides the fact it looks like some weird salvador dolly painting um so this is us living inside here on the earth we are surrounded by water yes Okay, and what are the stars again? Because, see, I thought the stars were like just holes in the box so we could breathe. <laughs> no, so that, that's a little kid thinking. No, you got to stab your thinking up. No, so basically, like, the whole, the whole theory is, is, like, anytime, like, back in the day when we had our – now, this is one thing we can't talk about. Let me get this in the camera. The moon landings and stuff like that. That was the first – I mean, we traveled thousands we traveled of miles. Around. Now, listen, like, we – in like the seventies and shit, we're all in the late sixties. We're always going to the fucking moon, and then it just stopped. We said, "Fuck the moon, we're not going back." And we haven't been in what quote unquote like deep space. I don't even want, know if I want to call it deep space travel, but that really well, going thousands of miles into space for decades. Now all of our like the the International Space Station isn't that high up. It really isn't. So people are kind of thinking like, oh. You know, we we found out this thing exists. Oh, we got to keep up this illusion of space because there's a there's a ceiling essentially. Fuck, fuck. Okay, we got to keep these people believing. Uh, well, you know, Kyle. You, no, uh, no, 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 you know, Kyle. See, I've always had a problem with the moon landings because they they look su- sort of suspect. Put but the camera on my face. You know right what? I, you, you know. Are we talking about moon landing? <laughs> we're talking. About, we're talking about moon landing. I love nine eleven. You know what? I really have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I'm a I'm a sci-fi guy is you know in Star Trek mm-hmm. like the next generation and the original Star Trek and all the ones that came after it all of the you know foreign lands they land on look like Southern California <laughs> it's weird <laughs> it's weird <laughs> they look like Southern California or they look like the fucking desert so I don't know where you, where you going with this wait, Cal uh, well, we're going uh, down there's the hole, water apparently. above so wait I, you know I have I have a fear of dying I'm not sure what that fear is called but uh, fear of not dying, uh, uh, drowning. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, I think those two fears may be related. Now, listen, fear, listen. Fear of drowning and dying. Do you think it's interesting that I, you, and I need you to Google this for me. I want to get the, the number, the number of countries correct. There is a good number of countries that have all agreed that people shouldn't be allowed to visit Antarctica. Google that for me. I want to say 52 was the number I, I, I saw last time. I definitely didn't research this. Um, there is essentially an international law that says, you know, except for essential military personnel that are being told to go there, normal people cannot fund an expedition or or anything. Okay, Dave's Googling. No, 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 Dave. You Should Googled tourists be banned from Antarctica? You, it, it, there's a there's Wiki- an article right there, Kyle. No, yeah, go to Wikipedia. It tells you more. <sighs> Tell you, can't, Google can't travel to Wait, Antarctica. Where's Wikipedia? I don't... Yeah, because you Google the wrong there's, thing. There's no Wikipedia. There will be. Google. Google, oh, for fuck's sake. Can't travel to Antarctica. It's the freestyle part of the show, everybody. Um, yeah, this is the, that's what they so say. What am for. I doing? I'm going to Wikipedia. Google can't travel to Antarctica. Okay. Uh, you need to calm down, dude. I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> no, while Dave's Googling. So, yeah, so basically. The whole theory is it kind of it relates back to flat Earth and the firmament is that, like, in Antarctica, there are basically these huge ice walls, and that's where the firmament actually connects onto our flat Earth, and that's why the government doesn't want you there, because you would you would find. Well, you shouldn't travel to Antarctica. Can you go there without permission? What are you talking about, Kyle? 
Bro, you're, we need we need Jamie from Joe Rogan show. Can Can't I Google travel this? to Antarctica? Can I see the keyboard? Here, I tell you what, take the fucking keyboard here. Okay. Ta- uh, uh, take the fucking thank keyboard. You, thank you. Jesus All right, you, fucking mouse, mouse me up there, Scotty. Where you want? You want up in here? Yeah, yeah. Let me, to hit, uh, no, <laughs> I got a keyboard in my left. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see shit. here. Uh, go okay, ahead. Thank you. Type it in. Conspiracy. Oh God! See, Illegal. you didn't tell me to put conspiracy <laughs> before it. That changes the whole a logarithm for the search. Uh, um, for Wait. See, you didn't tell me any of that. Uh. Okay. Now scroll down. What is the? What is? Um. There's a. It's literally. It's got an Antarctic Treaty. That's what. Okay. Go back up. Go back up. Oh. Oh. Go back up. Uh, no. No. Search it again. Search it again. Okay. Hit me with a the search. There we go. Antarctic <laughs> Treaty. <laughs> it's gone sideways. So give Kyle a keyboard. There it is. Thank you. Antarctic Treaty System. Thank you. Click on that. We need to. We need to find. Jesus we Christ. need to find how many countries. Uh, Banded together to think this is a good idea. Twelve countries. Twelve. Okay, I'm sorry. I saw. I thought I saw 52. It was 12 countries. Make it a little bigger. In 1961. Interesting. What is the treaty? Collected under the Antarctic Treaty System, regulated international relations with aspect to Antarctica, Earth's only continent without native human population. Sounds like the kind of place I'd want to go take a fucking vacation. You're not to. allowed to. For the purpose of the treaty the system, Antarctica is defined as all the land in ice shelves south. Go to go to go to chapter oh, two, other agreements. It'll get into the specifics. Where? Down here. Yeah. Other agreements. There we go. What are we looking at here, Kyle? What do you got? It's conspiracy theory. You gonna go I, off? It'd be fine easier to find this shit if I wasn't fucking buzzed. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What were Antarctica currently has no permanent population, and therefore yeah, just just ladies and gentlemen, take my word for it. Look, if I wasn't drunk right now, I'm gonna, right I'm now, gonna switch to Kyle right now. So if I wasn't drunk right now, I'd be able to find it in the Wikipedia article. I'm just in my eyes. Uh, yes, yeah, so you're just. It's illegal for civilians to visit there. You can't just go. You cannot literally just fund fund a trip and go out there. And how the hell is that a conspiracy theory? Why, why is that the only place on why earth? Why can't you? You ought to be, well, because, you know what? Uh, There's a lot of places you can't just go. You can't go to fucking China. You have to, sure you, know, you, can. you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get there. Well, yeah, but no. Yeah, but you can eventually get there. I bet if I, you know what? I'll tell you what. I bet if I had a boat, I'd fucking get to the Antarctica. <laughs> Not that I want to go there. It's fucking cold, man. What do you think you'd find if you got there? I would find the end of the world and I would fall off the end of it. <laughs> go swimming in the firmament water? <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I'm not saying I believe it, David. Uh, I just, uh, <laughs> I think it's an interesting story. Uh, Do you not think it's interesting? Yeah. Can I tell you what I've been thinking about a lot recently? Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> tell me what you've been thinking about a lot recently. I think I've, I, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I have an emergency broadcast from just, the just other put, side. I just put you on the spot there. Thanks. Go ahead. No. Uh, I think I figured out the Big Bang. <laughs> Well, which one is that? Is that the gangbang on X hamster? No, I already figured that Not out multiple good. times. Yeah. No. I think we've had like an infinite number of big bangs. Okay. You following me? Well, I, I, you know, I have been on X hamster, so I know there are. Oh, an man. That joke was almost as funny as the last 30 seconds she said. Now, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So we all know, like, Just talk. We, we all agree. Talk we all, we all, head. it's not against in my head. We all know that, you know, the universe is expanding, right? 
Right? I, you know what? If you say it's expanding, it's expanding. Well, just, that, that, just keep on going. That's Kyle. what the mainstream news scientists <sighs> tell me. Yeah. So it, we're continually expanding, right? Well, like when people think of space, it's not just empty. I mean, there's there's matter everywhere. And we think like the the actual like essence of space is like dark matter. It's like antimatter. We don't know how to categorize it, but that that's what that's that's the best. I haven't read it on Google, but if you say so. Yeah. That well, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's hey, whatever you say I'm going with. What if now we're getting into this uh, fourth dimensional tesseract shit, but like what if the universe just keeps, you know, it expands. We had a big bang. Okay. Let's just talk about the last one we had a few, you know, billion years ago, whatever. Uh, big bang happens. Everything's expanding. And eventually almost like a sheet of paper, even though this, we're talking about this in the third dimension, this would be happening in a fourth dimensional plane, like a tesseract, like a 4d cube. Listen, David, as the thing, as all that mass in the universe expands, it just keeps getting further and further to the edge of the universe. And then I'm going to hold this up. We're going to, this is a, this is my prop, right? So everything is expanding, right? Okay. Sounds good. It basically compromises the structure of the universe and it collapses in on itself. And when it collapses, that is what causes a big bang and it starts over. And that has been going on in, in just for infinity. That is what happens. It just takes billions of years for all the mass in the universe to accumulate on the edge of the structure of our universe. It collapses in such a violent manner as it, as it would. We know that. That's, that's agreed upon. And that collision of, of all the mass in the universe creates another Big Bang. Now, listen. It wouldn't be in a 3D space. It would only. It would be. He doesn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't stop. (laughs) I've got an emergency transmission from Alex Jones. Yes, Alex, at the firmament. Yes. Okay, I'll tell him more about that. (laughs) Infoworlds.com. No, seriously. Yeah, I. It. I don't think it would happen on a third 3D plane because space is. It's. It's more than that. But I. That I was thinking about that. I said, you know what? I think that makes a lot of sense. What do you think about that, Dave? You know, I've told you the truth about the world. To be honest with you, Kyle, you know, the, the extent of my conspiracy theory went to the point that I thought the holes, the stars that we see were just holes in the box that we live in. So, you know, it, I had a boss that he was, uh, he knew everything there was about the restaurant industry. Okay. And he moved me up from working salad bar to uh, work in uh, office manager and dealing with a bunch of money, which is actually kind of funny. That's a good step up. Uh, because I made him laugh. You know, he was a, you know, a, a, it, I understood who he was. I, I wasn't offended by him. Because even back then, I mean, we're talking late 90s, mm-hmm. there was a lot of offense uh, with people. And, um, but, you know, the one thing with him was, is as a manager, he could always do everything. He could do it all and and because he worked his way up, he never had a college degree. He just worked his way up from dishwasher, you know, and he was uh he's probably about ten years older than me, so he's in his late thirties, early forties when I was in my t- late twenties uh mid 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 twenties i guess and um you know it he didn't have any problem with uh telling people that they sucked, mm-hmm. but the one thing with him was is you have a kitchen and it's run by uh, it's run by the executive chef. Okay. And, so and every, he, every kitchen has a Gordon Ramsay. Right. And he's the general manager and it's run by the executive chef. And, uh, he would, um, uh, he wouldn't take it out on the hourly employees if they were fucking something up. He took it out on the executive chef because it was his, it was his fault. Yes. That the hourly did what did what they did. 
um, he would have times when he would uh, 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 take trash cans. He would do trash can audits. And like when you're when you're slicing tomatoes or you're doing anything like you cut you cut the top and the bottom off mm-hmm. of the tomato, right? And basically he would uh, go through and look. Well, that little tiny top of the tomato could be diced up to put uh, on the salad. Okay, part. okay. That okay. was money wasted. And this motherfucker, man, he'd go out there and I I'd be sitting there. This is before I started working in the office. I'd be sitting there going, fuck. And he would dump out. And he would tell the, the executive chef and his sous chefs, hey, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, look at this. This is wasteful because every penny, everything counts in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't waste the anything. Are so slow. And that's what I would do. If I had to slice up tomatoes for whatever, I would, you know, it was on my list of things to do. I would cut the tops and the bottoms off, put them in a little tiny uh, a hotel pan and just save them. And then I would dice them up for fucking tomatoes. People put them on their fucking salads. You know, it's simple as that, but he would dump that shit out and he would be yelling at the sous chefs and the executive chef. Wow. But he would never yell at the, at the person who did it, you know, because that was his thing. He wasn't, it wasn't their fault. They're hourly employees. Mm -hmm. You're an executive chef. You're a sous chef. You're supposed to be telling these people what the fuck it is you're supposed to be doing. And then, of course, he'd make the executive chef and the sous chef clean up the mess. (laughs) I won't forget one time. Oh, one time there was a meal that was made, and it was made by a sous chef. And this guy, he called himself a sous chef. The only reason he was a sous chef because he was underneath the executive chef. He wasn't really a sous chef. He kind of sucked at what he did. (laughs) Um, But he made something so bad. And this is I was already working in the office at this time, and I thought it was funny as shit because Rob said uh, we had this. I mean, we're going way back. We had this Sony camera that uh, it was a digital camera that filmed on a three inch floppy disk wow, you know what i'm talking about yeah. and he goes grab your camera dave and rob had made up a table with candles linen he had <laughs> he had the the executive chef the sous chef i think another sous chef we had we had more sous chefs than you could possibly think of all sitting at this table it's like a four top and he basically had uh the catering staff served them the shitty food that they just made <laughs> and had oh, a meeting. And he no. had me out there taking pictures of it and say, and asking him, I, mean, I remember this man. He was asking him, Hey, did they, you know, what do you think about that? You know? And the executive just like, have an answer for it, yeah, you know? Cause it sucked. Yeah. And that's, that's the kind of shit he did. And what, what was really weird was is because he did that and because he didn't take his anger and his frustration out on the hourly employees, he gained respect of the hourly sure, employees. Sure, sure. Because in the, you know, the, the executive chefs and the sous chefs, they wanted to keep their fucking jobs. Yeah. They wanted to keep their jobs. So, because they were making good, good uh, salaries sure. doing that, doing that work. Because it, it was a multinational company. But. I don't know. That's my experience. That's incredible. That's my experience That's working. Amazing. You want to know what two artists I bet have done a lot of drugs writing music? Mm, what would that be? Elton John and Metallica. <laughs> yeah. White. All right. Uh, yeah. I came across this article the other day. Uh, Elton John brings James Hetfield to tears. Can you pull it up? On and the I thought, I, I thought, what the it. fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Is the straight guy's people? crying, not Elton? No. Well, you know, what's funny is, is they, they're, they're going on and they're talking about Elton John playing on Nothing Else Matters. And Nothing Else Matters. And Elton John said that was a perfect song. And that's great. That You say, okay, if someone told me I wrote a perfect song, I'd be like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. But I'm not, not going to start though. crying because, but then I read a little farther down 
And it starts talking about the Howard Stern show and Love Miley that. and Miley Cyrus. So this is where it's at because what the fuck has gone wrong with rock and roll? Uh, where's the video at? Here we go. Uh, oh, oh God. Oh God. Metallica <laughs> and Miley Cyrus on no, Howard no. Stern. No, I tell you what. We've right reached now, new limits. I, I, play I, it. I, I tell you what. Right now, Kyle, it only gets better, and I'm going to play it. Talk about. Oh, the there we song. go. That Miley's going to do with you guys to honor the black. That's album. Miley Cyrus. About nothing else matters. We know. The past she looks like the, she looks like Dolly Parton. She said you didn't even want to present this song to the band because you thought it was Her too much of a love song. You were kind of ashamed of it. You Who the hell is their bass player's name? Show this kind of emotion on there a record. Right? Robert Trujillo. Yeah, Robert Trujillo is looking like. Fuck, I, don't I should have never joined this band. I'm being paid millions. I don't care. <laughs> that was the last thing, especially late '80s. You know, we built this reputation of tough guy and. You know, we're made of stone. You can't hurt us, blah, blah, blah. And this is one of the most vulnerable things. And obviously, the tougher the armor, the bigger the heart you want to show, and, but you're afraid to. So I was, I was shocked when Bob and Lars both said, that is beautiful. That's an amazing song. It was a life-changing experience. Because Lars is a fucking, you know, okay bubble of playing talent. For them yeah, and them is. accepting it. Miley, when you are now being asked to do this God. song, and you know the importance of this song to the band, who do you sing it to? When I first started covering this song, oh. it was oh for God. Glastonbury because it's about what's her pronoun? I would fuck Lars before I'd fuck that. that. Jesus, moment. when you're at Glastonbury, <laughs> any of the shit that God. is God. said about me, it's my moment to kind of prove myself. Miley, I don't know if you stopped doing drugs or started doing drugs, but you need to go back. I don't know what what didn't have any of to the before times. I need you in latex on a wrecking. And a shirt. And it was right before actually that the world knew that I was getting a divorce. That you were serious. That you were a serious reacker. Yeah. Please tell me she's on bass. No, no, no. She's singing Kurt. That sounded like shit, dude. You know. Lars Ulrich, everyone says he's, oh, he's a great drummer, but th the thing is, I, in 40 years, he hasn't progressed any at all. Yeah. Usually people get better. I think Kirk Hammett and, uh, well, basically all the bass players they've ever had in the band have been, have been the best ones. And you can't hear them on any album. Yeah. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh, my God. From the heart. From the heart. I smoke cigarettes every day. Wait, she breaks it up here. No, nothing else matters. You know, I'm not saying she's not talented. I'm just saying this song right in particular sounds like shit. That's all you I'm know, saying. This this look. I mean, James Hetfield and, and Lars, they're just whores of rock and roll. Yeah, Kirk, yeah, they are. But Kirk Hammett, he's actually a really good guitar player who's just he's just kind of floated through his his existence. Like when I like he goes, he goes, you know what? I'm good. I I I you know, I I'm just playing in a rock band. I just want to play fucking guitar. That's that's the look he always has. And the thing is, they're all using in-ears, and yeah. what I know with in-ears is, is you have a really crisp, clear version of what's going on. You don't hear what's you. actually going on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, you can hear it really well. So that look on his face, oh, it went back. Hold on a second. Uh, there we go. Oh, no matter how far the look. Uh, hold on. Couldn't be my mom 
Wait, I think that was actually better turning it off. Who who in their right mind says she's got fucking talent? Hey, look at look at his face. He's like, okay. Just keep yeah. my eyes closed. Can, Kurt, can this can be do done? I when just, I when I think of Kurt Hammett, I just think of like the happy dog that's so happy to see you when you come home from work every day. You know what's funny is uh, uh, Richard Trujillo, is that his name? Robert. Robert Trujillo. Uh, he, he's got a look on his face like, you know, I was living in a shitty apartment before I signed with this band, so I'm good. I'm good. Just yeah, take I'm good. it, I'm Robert. making my money. Robert, just, just do it. Let me just bend over and take it, you know, take it both from uh, the Headfield fucking... From Headfield, Cyrus, and... Oh, my God. And nothing else Can we get some, like, reverb on this bitch, please? Oh, there she's picking well, that up sounds bit. better. She should have been singing like that the whole way. God. <laughs> I like how Lars is, Lars is rocking a double bass kit. I'm like, dude, I don't know if you need that. I don't think he's played double bass in I don't know how long. He's actually a pretty good double bass player, but he just hasn't advanced, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when you when you started the clip, I hadn't heard it before. The, before That's enough of that. Um, I thought it was going to actually be kind of okay, and it wasn't. That Well, you know... It, the problem I've had Metallica, I'm going way back here. When I was like 13, 14, 15, my things were, uh, I'd come home from school and I had a big nine piece drum kit, which I'm thinking about buying a new one, by the way. D- double bass, four Thank rack tops, two floors, then we can cymbals play, everywhere. So we can finally get together and play Metallica. Cool. I'll, be going, I'll be going mad, but you know, it, it, I'm going to buy it in white too, because my kit was in white. But um, I would come home from school and I'd put on uh, Master of Puppets. Yep. Uh, and I would play all the way through it, and I would put on uh, Guns N' Roses, <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, play all the way through it. That was like my my thing. And I had some other interspersed bands in there, other bands I'd, I'd play. But um, the problem I have with 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 Lars is it's like uh, you take a drummer, like I'm a huge Neil Peart fan, and he progressed beyond what he started with, yeah. and he was always learning and doing shit. This guy never has. He never, he hasn't done anything. All I mean, he, all he, he got better at was making money, yeah. which is a skill, which <laughs> hey, is a skill. I mean, hey, I don't, I don't fault him do. for that, but you know, try a little harder <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. you know, I've got, I've got a few like Neil Pert, uh, Hunt Sales, Stephen Perkins. Yeah. He's one of He's them. A good drummer. I love him as a drummer, uh, Hunt Sales. No one knows who the fuck that is. Google it. It's Hunt, H-U-N-T. S A L E S. He's the uh, son of Soupy Sales, but he's been, he played with everybody. The fuck is Soupy? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Hunt Sales. Uh, you know what? You know what's funny is people say Hunt Sales. Who the hell is that? And uh, uh, anyway, Hunt Sales. A lot of people don't realize they've already heard his playing throughout uh, everything. It's been on commercials for fucking uh, what do you call it? Uh, cruise ships. Okay. They've they've done this song. You only like this because it was in the trailer for Train Spotting. That's the only reason no, you no, like no, no, this. No, 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 no. I 
Man. Liquor and drugs. Um, yeah, it wasn't train spotting, but no, <laughs> that's I, why I, you I, like I, it. I, I liked this album long before. And the interesting thing about this album was it was produced by David Bowie. And if you listen to yeah. it, if you listen to it from beginning to end, the full 45 minutes of it, because that's all you could have on, a, on an LP, <laughs> um, it was, uh, there was, it has David Bowie's fingerprints all over it. Google, okay, I'm drunk. I don't forget his name. Type in Canadian <laughs> bass player. Z-O-N. Hyperbass. I'm a bass player. This, this guy's my new favorite. Bass? Yeah, yeah. And then go to YouTube. Michael Manring. My, okay, now Google Michael Manring. Yeah, Michael, Man, my, Michael Manring is a bass player from Canada. Yeah, just Google Michael Manring, and I'll show you what song I want you to play. Let me just do this. Um, um, he's an incredible bass player. Um solo artist or whatever and he just does bass solo work so no one likes it no one cares except me uh <laughs> yeah but bassist. he plays a really interesting bass called a zon hyper bass it says he's an american bassist i thought he's from canada he's not from fucking i'm pretty canada. sure he's from it says right look, i don't believe the internet he's oh uh, no 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 okay. no let's I go disagree. to his wikipedia page wikipedia is wrong there we go uh He's from Annapolis, Maryland. Chris, we're what not going. Okay, I'm drunk. Okay, what are you even talking about? Now go to videos. Yeah, I'm going to videos. go to videos. You're so demanding. Celine. The incredible bass. Second, second, second one. This one, Celine. Yeah, that's his quote unquote hit. It's time to help. God, shut the fuck up, Liberty Mutual. I already have insurance. Shut up, Gain. I use you already. seriously, clean dishes. No, but his bass is really special. Yeah. It's fretless, and each machine head has a detuner. <laughs> he wrote this song when he was uh, farming maple syrup in the Canadian Alps. <laughs> He's from Annapolis, <laughs> Maryland. <laughs> For fuck's Look, no one this talented on the Zon Hyperbass has come from America. Come from America? It's not possible. <laughs> Why don't you have a bass like that, Kyle? You know, it'd be really fun, but... It's not. It's not very utilitarian. I mean, what oh, am what I? What is that? He's got like little. Whee! That's what I was saying. Each each machine head has a detuner. He's got like a whammy bar on every string. Isn't that incredible? It's a big gay. You're a big gay. It's a big gay. You, Todd, and Soupy can go be gay in the Canadian woods with Michael Manry. <laughs> <laughs> no, incredible musician. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I'm into. 